Hello, my friend. Welcome to today's podcast episode. Today, 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 we are going to be talking about my spring cleaning plan. And when this goes up on Thursday, I will check in with you on how my plan has gone because I have made my plan. This is the strategy for my spring cleaning plan. But as we know, being a mom and being a business owner and having a lot of things on our plate, and this week we actually have a lot going on, I don't know if I'm going to stick to this plan 110%, but even if I stick with it 50%, I will be proud of myself because it'll be 50% accomplished versus 0%. And so I'm going to be talking to you guys about my spring cleaning plan, but for those of you that are just like, I don't want to do it. I know I should, but I don't want to do it. And if you have the means to, I want you to even just explore the idea of having somebody come in and do it for you. And think about that. Like think about if you hired somebody to come in twice in one week and ask them, hey, can you help me do like a spring cleaning of my home and how much would that cost? Sometimes I think people are blown away with how affordable it is and how good it feels and how supportive it feels to have somebody come in and do that for you. In this season and in this year, or I may do that one year, but in this year, I'm kind of like, you guys know I've talked about this before. I don't get a lot of neat movement with podcasting and my online business. I tend to sit a lot. And I get my neat movement in, especially since it is still cold here. Yes, it is almost May and it is still cold here and I am not taking walks outside and even if I do I'm a big old baby and they're not for very long so a lot of my neat movement happens because I am cleaning and neat movement non-exercise activity thermogenesis is a greater percentage of your daily total calorie expenditure than formal exercise. Formal exercise is really only 5 to 10% of your daily energy expenditure. But your neat movement is about, I think, 20 to 35%. On the last chart that I saw, it was like 25 to 35%. And so me sitting in a desk all day, it's not good for my non-activity thermogenesis. I'm actually missing, even though I work out, if I sit all day, I'm missing out on a lot of opportunity for my metabolism to be optimizing. So I'm choosing to use my spring cleaning as my non-exercise activity thermogenesis. Instead of taking a walk outside, I'm going to be spring cleaning my house. And here is my plan. This is kind of how I created a plan to do it, okay? So the first thing is with spring cleaning to make a plan, the first thing I want to do is make a list. Is there anything in particular that I want to make sure I do? Is there anything lingering on my mind? Is there any specific area of my home? Is there anything, like, is it my clothes? Is it the kids' clothes? Is it the toys that they are not going to be playing with anymore that they've outgrown? Make a list of all of that. Make a list of all of that stuff. And then when you've made the list, and 
a good tip that I got from somebody else, Polly Payne of Horatio Printing, she was talking about doing her weekly brain dump and she said she takes her piece of paper and kind of like walks through her house. So if you are making this list and you're in your kitchen and you feel like your brain is kind of stuck, go upstairs to your bedroom or your and or your kids' room, go to different spaces in your home and see what comes up. And as you do that, you can brain dump through and you can see different things where sometimes you're like just sitting, like if you're sit down at the dining room table and make a list of all the things that you want to spring clean, there's can be a um, mental block that comes up in that because you're stuck in one space, but movement creates momentum. So I think that's brilliant taking your piece of paper or your brain dumping or your list making, whatever it is, and go to different spots in your house and kind of look around and let that be inspiration for you. I thought that was brilliant. So that is a tip from me from Polly Payne and she applied it to like her weekly planning and her weekly brain dump going throughout the different spots of her house. But when it comes to your spring cleaning list, think of going through, you know, different spots in your house. The next thing is really kind of giving a revising edit to that list and put some stars by the couple areas that are literally a thorn in your side. You cannot stand being in that space and you cannot like you cannot, you just cannot even with that area. Like if somebody came over and they opened up that cupboard or they opened up that closet and you would be embarrassed, like maybe include some of those areas. Okay. What are those areas that are going to be a thorn in your side? All right. But here's the kicker. You've got the list. You've kind of prioritized it a little bit. Here's the thing. I want you to start with a small space first. Start with a small space first. Now, if this is your bathroom vanity, if this is your office, like this was for me, I actually did my office last week because I had papers, I had just like I had papers. It was literally papers all over my office. I didn't like how the furniture where my desk was at anymore because it was facing a wall. And I was like, I really want to be facing a window instead. And so I mean, my office is small. I don't have a ton of furniture or things in it, but that is the small space that I started. When I, I know Allie Casaza, I followed Allie for years and years and years. And with decluttering, she always talks about starting in the bathroom first because it's the easiest to make the decision of like, I don't use that. That's expired. Get rid of that. Like You're not as emotionally attached to those things. So if that feels best for you, um, if it's a one single drawer, like if there's just that one drawer, I want you to start in a small space because those quick wins lead to momentum because it's really the end feeling of like oh my gosh that is so much better than what it started it's like kind of feels crafty doesn't it if you open a drawer you clean it out you kind of reorganize it to put things back in a tidy way that is a like start with that space first and also know as you're making that list and you're thinking about what spaces to tackle 
like have a few or a handful in mind that it's like, if I don't get to that, it's kind of not a big deal. Like it's really not that pressing. For example, mine is two drawers in my kitchen where my ladles and utensils are. There's two drawers in there that are just hot mess express and I'm just kind of okay with them being hot mess express. Now on the other hand, our um, pantry or not our pantry our hutch area the drawers and the under cabinets of that area is kind of a thorn in my side so i am going to be tackling those this week but um i'm not making a plan of do this space on this day because i do think there's an element of feeling and intuition and what you feel like doing and what you feel like getting done is a goal like is a gold star achievement even if um that wasn't what you planned to do on tuesday it's kind of like how i do my meal planning where we have i have the meals and the ingredients and stuff for those meals that week but if it ends up being a really really crazy tuesday and i don't make an elaborate meal on tuesday but we have more time at home so i'm going to make that more elaborate step-by-step meal on thursday i just kind of go with the flow of what our week and what my time is going to be because Yes, I will talk about when I am going to be doing my spring cleaning, but also it makes a big difference of if my kids are home or if my kids are gone, if my kids are asleep or if my kids are awake, that all plays a factor of it too, right? So um, my next plan is to really focus on when, and I've created some time blocks in this week to that align with my work, that align with my energy, to stay focused on um, cleaning out some spaces and when I'm going to be doing those things. So for me, yes, I do have the luxury of being able to work from home and create my own schedule. So from three to four o'clock this week, that is going to be my cleaning time, except for on Tuesday, because I have an appointment at three o'clock on Tuesday. But I, I've i set these pockets of time where I'm going to listen to a podcast, listen to mute. We'll talk about that tip here in a second. But I have the time frame where I'm going to block it off. I also have blocked off some time after the kids have gone to bed. Now, after the kids have gone to bed and after a work day, I know it's like, oh, really, really to organize this or clean out this area. Um, I have set those evening times to be ver- the very small tasks and the tasks that aren't going to make a lot of noise because my kids are in bed, right? So I'm not going to set a huge decluttering of a big area that's really noisy right outside of their bedrooms after they've gone to bed. This may be where I really deep clean the half bath that's downstairs. It's a super tiny bathroom. It is one where I can bring all the cleaning supplies to it. This kind of rolls into my my next thing is I'm going to do room by room. So my mom does not do this and it cracks me up. It makes it so, it's such an an inefficient way of cleaning is she does every single bathroom and she goes and will like put the cleaner in all the toilets. So she goes from one toilet, she only has two, but I have three. So it's like from room to room to room. Me, I'm just gonna get my bucket of supplies, be in that bathroom or whatever space I'm in and do not leave that space Do not leave that space until it is done. From top to bottom, 
until it is done, right? And so the spaces that I can do that in with the evening time, it being small, it won't take a lot of time. So I'll still be able to like get my bedtime because you guys know that's important to me. I'm very, very, very strategic on my bedtime. Um, And so I'll do the half bath, our little laundry room and my workout room. Those are spaces that are great to do after the kids have gone to bed because I stay in that space. It's kind of away from the kids. I can make a little bit of noise and I won't disturb them. Stay in that small space. Do not move and get it done. You know, bring your cleaning supplies, bring a garbage bag, bring an empty laundry basket. So like if something in my workout room that's random needs to go to the toy room or to my bedroom, I put it in that laundry basket. I do not leave the room to go put that item away. I put it in the laundry basket and then when I'm done, I can figure out where the things need to go. Or sometimes I don't even get fancy with laundry basket. I just put it by the entrance of the room. I'm not going to go from room to room or from downstairs to upstairs if I can help it, like sometimes if I, oh, I forgot this certain type of cleaner, whatever, I'll do that, but stay in the one room. That is my efficiency cleaning tip. Okay. Works for me. I don't know about you. I've set the when, and then the final thing, do something to make it fun. Have something to make it fun. I know for me on Tuesdays, I get a good cleaning block done almost every Tuesday because I am listening to a podcast that is lighthearted and hilarious and two ladies that are just chit-chatting, kind of like my girl chat episodes. I, I understand why you guys like those. I really do. I understand why you guys like those episodes because they're a lighthearted listen. You actually get some good tips or hacks or things out of them, but they're not so serious where you think you need to take notes or write something down. Um, and so Tuesdays, I get a good time block. Maybe that's music for you. Maybe it's listening to an audio book. Maybe it's listening to to something in your headphones. Maybe it's making yourself some type of really amazing tea or kombucha mixed with sparkling water. I've been doing that lately. I've been doing that lately as like a little mocktail. I take a kombucha and I fill like a wine glass half of my kombucha and then I take a pineapple spindrift. Oh, pineapple spindrift is so good. Pineapple spindrift and top it off and it's like a spritzer kombucha style. It's amazing. Sometimes I do the truly margarita, half of that with a, uh, I had some bad heartburn after having a margarita this last Friday and I did not like it. So I may not be doing this again, but it was really delicious. I had the truly margarita, poured half of that into a wine glass, topped it with the pineapple spindrift. So it was like a pineapple margarita but it wasn't as strong because it was watered down with the spindrift yes I did waste half of it but that's a-okay with me because I'm a lightweight um and that made it more fun what can you do to make it more fun maybe you want to challenge send this podcast episode to a friend and say let's do this next week and every day we're going to text each other our clean ass spaces I swore sorry 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 our clean spaces we're going to te- you text you text your BFF. Hey, look at look at my closet. Doesn't it look amazing? And you brag about yourself. And then she texts you, "Oh, I 
tackled this drawer today. And then the next day, you send her a picture of your really clean bathroom and your sparkling toilet. And she sends you a picture of her beautifully dusted everything room, right? And you can have that type of account. If accountability makes it more fun for you, you you hold yourself accountable with getting an accountability partner. If you want to send me your pictures on Instagram in my DMs, I, I will celebrate with you, sister friend. Okay? Okay. Um, but what can you do to make it more fun? Because cleaning, cleaning isn't my favorite thing to do. It's not necessarily something that I love to do. But I love accomplishing. I'm an Enneagram 3. Hey oh. And so sometimes when I just do something like clean out our pantry, which that is not on my spring cleaning list and it is it is not Pinterest worthy. Let me just say that. But that's okay. Remember I told you make that list and not everything has to be high high priority. At some point that will be high priority, but not right now. Not not not. Uh uh uh. TikTok reference. Anyways, um that is my spring cleaning plan and strategy. I am recording this on Monday, so I'm starting today and Thursday when this uploads. If you go to my Instagram stories, I will update you on how my spring cleaning has been going. And I may continue into next week because you know what? I'm in luteal phase. I'm in luteal phase. And luteal phase is a great time to reset your spaces, to declutter, to do some deep cleaning. So if you're not in luteal phase and you're like, "Mm -mm, my follicular and ovulation energy doesn't want to do this in this phase, just wait till your next luteal phase. I'm starting it at the beginning of my luteal phase because I tend to have energy in this phase. Um, I also know that with work, my energy is, is my energy and brain power is on in the mid morning and kind of shuts off in the mid-afternoon. So that's why I'm like, I am just going to schedule my cleaning in the later afternoon before I go get my kids. And typically I'd just be sitting on the couch. (laughs) I'd be sitting on the couch and I'm like, no, this week I'm going to be productive. I'm going to have a plan and a strategy. I set the time, I have my list. And then when my time comes, when that appointment comes, I'm going to look at that list and say, which one am I going to do? If I'm feeling not motivated at all, I'm going to pick the one that takes the least amount of time. And then I'm going to make it fun. That's how I make all of those tips roll into the actual plan. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope you checked out Monday's episode on um, just just some really good encouragement for you, but I also did talk about the Feminine Edge two-day event where I'm going to be talking about our biology as a female and the Bible. That is what Feminine Edge is bringing together because I know with cycle thinking, it's taken over by a lot of the woo-woo world. And as a Christian woman, I was really like, ladies, this is how God created us. By by knowing this biology and by working with it, I really truly believe God's probably applauding us being like, yes, girl, you're, I don't know if he says that, if you're like living in this blueprint of how we were created, because it is not by mistake. It is not by mistake we have this cyclical rhythm. And I've also been loving diving into the different stories of women in the Bible and what God is guiding us to live like in this day and age where things are just like crazy and concerning 
And Feminine Edge is bringing biblical principles and biology. I want to help you understand your body and what's going on in your body and how to optimize your body, but also help you grow in your faith and understanding that this is how we were designed and created. And so day one is going to be talking about the biology element and day two is going to be a pretty cool bible study and that is happening on may 10th and 11th you will get access to the recordings if you sign up um, with the email sign up thingy majiggy and i'll leave that in the show notes you'll also be seeing it up on my socials but make sure you go do that now before you forget because we always forget we're gonna we say oh i'm gonna remember sign up for that and then we forget Just me, just me. Anyways, thanks for listening today and happy spring cleaning.